You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech, featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Yes, sir. Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show we break down nerd culture, tech news from a black and brown geek perspective. As always, I'm Joe Braswell, joined by my man, Akili Shine. Shine is the name. (laughs) Tech is the game. Maybe. I don't know. How you doing? I'm good, man. Um, Living and learning, growing and expanding. How about you? I'm fantastic. I'm just expanding. (laughs) <laughs> wow. I, 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 need, I need to lose weight. Okay, okay. Uh, Alexis, how are you doing? I am doing wonderful. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. I can't see you, but they can see you. Yes, right? they can. Okay, good. Um, well, yeah, man, lots to talk about. We, we, we missed April Fool's here, so I want to talk a little bit about some of the, some of the April Fool's jokes that happened in the tech world. Uh, big launch with... Uh, um, Jay-Z's title launched, and we want to talk about that and expand what that means, not only for the streaming world, but for the music business in general. Yeah. Uh, Lex is going to update us on some video games. I got some pop culture news. But yep, first, yep. let's talk tech. Let's do it, man. <laughs> um, I want to, uh, oh, I, I, well, first I want to ask you, I want to ask you about last week, before we get into this, you mentioned that you may, may be cutting some cords. I'm cutting the cords, man. So um, did, you, did, you, did you do it? Follow do it? up, follow up. Follow I, up. I did it. Okay. But I haven't been home to see, you know, how my experience is. So I need to give us some time and we can update like in a month after I see like, okay, well, this is my experience in a month because I think what, it's only been like three days since I've cut it. What did you have? Time Warner or you Time Warner. Okay. Well, yeah. That's, yeah, that's worth being cut. Time it, Warner was terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It. it was terrible. Uh, so, and I still need to. They're not, uh, they're not sponsored, are they? No. <laughs> okay. Time Warner is terrible. <laughs> I still need to uh, get my free Sling TV for the month through my Xbox subscription. So yes. I've yet to do that. I mean, I, I, I got to do that but, too. Yeah, we got to hurry up on that before it runs out. Yep. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think check back in a month and, and then I'll, I'll give you my update about what my experience was like without with being cable free. Okay. I'm so excited. I, I think I'm going to do the same experiment. I'm not going to just, I'm not going to get rid of my cable, but I'm going to do the same experiment. Are you on a only, contract? Uh, or are you month to month? I think I'm month to month. Why does it matter? Huh? Why does it matter then? Just cut know. it off and turn it back on. I want to do that. All right, then. I got DVRs <laughs> recording stuff. True, true, true. You know? True, um, true. But what I will do is I will uh, do the experiment of just utilizing, watching all my media only through uh, my Xbox yeah. and uh, Apple TV and see what happens. For sure. I think see if we can pull that off. Okay. I'm so excited for you guys. What yeah. about you? What about you, Alexis? Well, she's I'm, her cut. I'm, her cord's already cut. Yeah, oh. I'm. I'm <laughs> too. Right. I'm sorry, guys. I'm too broke to afford cable. <laughs> yeah. So I've been lucky enough to. In my, I guess that's the new thing is. Um, your, you give your username and password to all your friends so that you yeah. guys can use everything. So I, true that, true that. I have a Netflix and that's what that's the only thing I pay for. And then my friends have HBO Go and Hulu, so that's how I watch all of my content. I mean, it's a thing for you know millennials and, and younger to basically use their parents' codes, you know, yep. and, and and you use their parents' codes and keep them moving. You know, my yeah. my daughter, I have a daughter, college age daughter. She's using my code like it's nothing. Hey, okay. keeping it moving. You know, and she does not even think about cable. 
She just has a laptop. There it is. And Netflix. I mean, I will. She's my Netflix code too. So. Yeah. See. Yeah. My parents use my Netflix, which I think is really funny. Um, but I, it's. I, there are times where I do wish that I could watch things live, like the Oscars or the Tonys or um, <clears throat> uh, Saturday Night Live and things, because it's usually if you're watching them on Hulu or anything, it's pretty late. It's usually the next day or midnight or anything like that. So I do kind of miss that. But at the same time, I do like that I don't have to miss my favorite show. I can go back and watch it. Oscars are streaming. Uh, Oscars are streaming live in the start, start next year's Grammy stream live this year. Well, that's I, good. I, I know the Tonys may or may not be doing yeah, that. It's... Saturday Night Live has their new app, which is fantastic. If you have, if you haven't downloaded, the, I did not know that. If you have not downloaded the Saturday Night Live uh, app, you should download it immediately. It's free. It has all the sketches. It does not have the music performances because it's copyright issues. Yeah. But it has all the sketches from the previous week, and then all the sketches dating back to 1975. Uh, you can call them up on your phone or, or your device at any moment, and it's fantastic. It's one of the best apps I've ever seen. So, and if, um, if you if you don't have those options, you can still get the HD antenna for all the network channels. That's also very true. Yeah, and you can watch it in real time. Steal. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking about it, but I was like, well, I don't know. Why not? Yeah. Well, we're, we're here to provide those services. So, um, so, so let's move on. I want to talk about Meerkat and Periscope because we've been really talking about it a little bit each week, and you know the. As, Can someone as, tell me about Periscope because I'm a little lost on what it is. On Periscope versus Meerkat? Well, I knew about Meerkat. I did my research on that, but Periscope's new for me. I've never even heard of it. Uh, well, Periscope is essentially uh, like like Meerkat, but Periscope's a version that is being bought. It's got purchased by Twitter. Oh, and okay. It's, it's, so it's, 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 it, does, it does essentially the same things. It allows you to stream live video to your followers. Um, Twitter will love to use that application involving its it's already you know robust you know Twitter Twitter format mm-hmm. so you know they just added you know the the gifs to Twitter and they've added some other things some some video to Twitter in this case you can actually you know tweet out to your followers a streaming live thing so oh, that would be cool. that, that's cool so that's where Periscope is going and there's a, there's a big difference with Meerkat too versus Periscope with Meerkat when you do your your broadcasting or your live streaming like once um, the audience watches it it disappears like Snapchat versus right. with Periscope you have the option to um, either you know you have the option to make it episodic or you have the option to make it downloadable or, or viewable after um, the, the live stream is over. So. Oh, I see. And I know that um, our, our awesome Maria Menounos is actually using that right now, so that's sure. why I was like, I don't know anything about it. Somebody is, tell is Maria me. on Meerkat or Periscope? Periscope. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's great because for, for someone like Maria who has, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers, um, you know, she can blast out anything live in real time and then have all of her followers, you know, see it instantly. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of advantage to that. And and also, you know, like, like, like Keely said, you know, the, the option to be able to make these episodic things, it's it's a new way to sort of create content. You can have these long tail um, episodic things like that, that that stay there forever, as opposed to the Snapchat thing that sort of disappears. So, right. I mean, I think there's there's advantages to both. You know what I'm saying? Because. I mean, when we get into this whole discussion about, you know, maybe like the, the problematic aspects of Well, yeah, of let's it. jump into that right now because it's, it's really behind. Like, so Mir- the, the thing about uh, Meerkat that's come up is some of these copyright issues. Some, a, lot, a lot of copyright issues or potential copyright issues. And, um, you know, there's nothing really to stop legally someone from taking Meerkat to a movie theater and, stream- and, and, and live streaming uh, Fast and the Furious no. out to their, you know, two, three million followers. Yeah. And now quality, blah, 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 but, you know, or or some exclusive performance. And, and this is a concern, but I don't I don't see it as a concern. Feel, I don't see it this? as a concern because it's about user experience. Like, no one's going to watch a movie on their phone with it being that low quality. Right. There might be a few people that do that because they're 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 into that, but the, 
the masses of people aren't going to do that. Right. But I think in terms of like copyright laws, like we can't forget that you know live streaming, live broadcasting, it's not a new technology. We've had it around since 06, 2006. So we've had the U streams, the live streams. I mean, we have YouTube. So people have been copywriting stuff all the time, and that's why when you put music in your videos on YouTube or you use something that's not um, licensed, you'll you'll get a notification. So sure. it's, it's nothing different with this. So I don't I don't see it as a big hoopla that people are making. Like oh wow. Well, that that's one. I, the, the other issue is like you need to be careful because celebrities can still sue you. Like this is still like so if you're out, you know if you're out you know paparazziing it up and this isn't this issue it, 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 um, an instance where you can walk around Hollywood and stalk celebrities and broadcast it to your fans and make money as the celebrity stalker. I mean, uh, Catherine Heigl sued uh, Dwayne Reed. Um, for tweeting out a picture of her at Dwayne Reed, so um, they know without her permission. So that that, that was that Wal- still thing. was that wasn't that um, Walgreens? It was uh, yeah. Well, Dwayne, Dwayne Reed is owned by Walgreens. Right. Dwayne, Dwayne Reed's the. But uh, the thing with that story is that they were using that image as a way to promote for the store. Right. They're using it as an advertisement versus just being content. Right. That's that's why she sued them, not because right. they just took a picture of her. You're, okay. They're 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 in the public. You have every right yeah. to take a picture. But of they but, but they used that to say look, Captain Hagen shop at Dwayne Reed. Exactly. It's an issue. Of course. Uh, but but the, but the issue is with with uh, with Periscope or Meerkat. If you're streaming out, if you're if you're making, if I'm saying like, follow me, Joe Braswell. I know all the celebrities. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up to Brad Pitt's house. There he is in the window. Like that's you know that that you can't do that. That that's an okay. issue. But, um, but but TMZ can. Well, TMZ doesn't really do that. Well, I, well, I don't know. I don't make the I don't make the laws, brother. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other thing is that people still need to sign a release. So you also can't be out in the street and just like just like you know we do we know we, we do this content, you know if you're broadcasting to this stuff to a million people and it's, and it's a broadcast over the airwaves you still need to get those people to sign a release. I think that's for any type of video production and especially if you're a brand producing content then yeah you have to get a release. But if you're just an individual and you're not using it for selling or for advertising right. a product, like I don't I don't see, foresee someone coming after the average person on the street just recording what they see. Yeah. And you have a billboard in the background or people in the background. Uh, to me, that's perfectly fine. I mean, I think legally, I don't, I, I don't foresee a company you know, starting a lawsuit because of that. I mean, there's going to be millions of people doing this. So how's that going to work? How are they going to manage right. that? Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, look, I don't know, but I think that what, what, what again, so much, so much, so much, so many times in technology, the the technology curve is way ahead of the legal curve. So this is this is people sort of saying, now we're ready for y'all. Now get ready. Because at some point you're going to be. This is what these are the issues that are going to happen. So we'll see. I mean, who knows? Who I mean, knows? It's, it's content. It's like Instagram. If I took a picture of a celebrity and put it on my Instagram, am I going to be sued for that? No. What's the difference in me doing video of that same celebrity and putting it on, on my Periscope? Right. Right. Okay. All right. Like you, you got answers for everything, don't you? I do, brother. Yeah. <laughs> He's ready to go and break every law. <laughs> no, I I agree. But you know, these these are these are some of the concerns that happen. I mean, again, I'm always fascinated with the legal curve versus the technology curve. So we'll see how this how this plays out. Um, one thing I am extremely fascinated with on multiple levels is the Scientology. Um, I'm sure you are. The science <laughs> the Scientology documentary going clear, which aired on HBO a couple nights ago, and um, we kind of covered this last week with Tom Cruise saying. You're signed up with anything he does. I am, <laughs> except for Scientology. But the, the Golden Clear docu- documentary aired a couple um, uh, a couple weeks ago. And what is this photo of? The gift. That was for uh, Periscope. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> there we go. The Going Clear documentary aired, and um, based on the book Going Clear, which I which I read, which I which I which I loved as well. I watched it. Um, you watched it. Did you like it, Alexis? 
It's some scary stuff. Yeah, guys. it's actually it's really scary. It's good, but what's scarier to me than that? What's, what's scarier than the actual the contents of the documentary is, is uh, Scientology's use of technology to sort of you know sort of put out their I don't want to say uh, anti their, their propaganda or anti uh, the, the sort of anti going clear campaign. They use, they use social media very effectively. So if you were tweeting about in real time tweeting about going clear and hashtag going clear you got a uh, sponsored tweet from Scientology saying find out the truth about Scientology you know which is crazy if you same thing via Instagram mm-hmm. and, and more importantly if you're in the middle of this like I did okay, like you start googling Paul Haggis oh Paul Haggis what's he done I forgot what's he done lately you google Paul Haggis be, the first thing that pops up is the truth about Paul Haggis a sponsored link from from, uh, from uh, Scientology you google Alice Gibney the director yep Sponsor link, the first thing is Google. Giant sponsor link that's huge, bigger than their names. And then last but not least, even YouTube. You drop on YouTube, oh, what's, what's going on, Alex Gibney? On YouTube, big Scientology thing rolls. And you're saying the problem is what? That is, it's, it's, it's interesting. I've never seen, we've, we've seen a little bit of this in politics where the Republicans do a little bit of this where, uh, you know, when Obama is doing a State of the Union address, there'll be some Republicans who do like some sort of sponsored tweet saying like America, whatever they, whatever they do. We see a little bit of this, but not to this extent. And this is sort of the Scientology playbook. And I don't know. It's just it's scary to me. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's, it has some type of normalcy in the sense that if there's a Starbucks being opened on one corner, coffee beans going to open up on the next corner. So I mean, the the, the volume for competition, like if there's going to be a narrative that is different or opposing to their narrative, of course they're going to use whatever tools or resources they have available to be able to counteract that narrative. And so that's exactly what they're doing. That's why you have the ability to pay for ads to be able to promote whatever you want to promote to your audience. I think it's interesting that they're trying to use it as a recruiting tool. That's kind of crazy. Right. Um, and I think in, in many respects, I think it could backfire on them because because the documentary is so detailed in the sense that it's kind of pointing out all the, neg- the negative uh Attributes of Scientology, like I, I think them kind of joining in this conversation in this context actually pollutes their pollutes their value even more. But but the difference to me is it's not like like so the, like when the Book of Mormon came out when the Book of Mormon running and, and it's still running it's tour right now in the playbill you'll sit in Book of Mormon there is about three or four pages from the Church of Latter Day Saints on. Uh, you know, advertising like, right. hey, this is what it's like to be a Mormon. Mm-hmm. They have black people, they got women, we got everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's in the playbill. So that, that, that's them just saying, hey, find out for yourself. Yeah. You know, you saw the play, now read the book. That's what their ad says. Yeah. Scientology does a little, little bit of that in their tweets. Hey, find out the truth. But the thing that's scary to me is not so much about saying, like, okay, they're saying this, it's okay, learn the truth. It's when you Google the director. Like, hey, Alex Gibney, and the Scientology is in your face. Like, yeah, Alex Gibney's a punk, you know. Like, but, but that that's 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 what's so cool about technology and and, and advertising on social media that you can have those keywords right. integrated into whatever you're promoting. So they could put that as a keyword whenever someone searches that they want this ad to show. But doesn't that fall? I mean, I don't know the legalities, but it feels like that that, that falls so closely into character, you know, uh, de- de- defamation of character and slander. I mean, you know how. What, I don't know. What if, what if every time I Google, Google Achilles Shine, something popped up like a, Achilles a buster? <laughs> if you want to spend your money on that, go right on ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you'd be, you'd be like, no problem with that. Because I, I, I think it's 
you know, it says more about Scientology and their and their ability to sort of like have to put up this anti Alex Gibney, anti Paul Haggis campaign than it does about you know. Um, I mean, it's one that's it's one thing to say, hey, we're Scientology, but check us like out. Like you said earlier, we see that in politics where right. uh, a political candidate will say to the other political candidate, your candidate, you're a buster because of these things right. because of your political views. So I don't see it as I don't see it as a difference. I don't see a difference in it. The only difference is that it's a, a franchise of a, a team of people or a director producer that's making a documentary and then an organization or it doing it versus two politicians doing it. Well, as a, as, you know, as a, as a, we're, we're working on something. As a, we, we have something that we're working on. When this thing comes out and you know it ruffles some feathers, what if one of these organizations put out a big thing that says the truth about Achille and they just have all your dirty, a whole thing about your dirty laundry? Hey, I see it as this. I must be doing something. I must be doing something really well. well if they're going to go through that trouble to spend money on ads to, on Twitter to do okay. that. I must right. be. I must be really revving their cage up, revving their motors up, rather okay. rattling their cage up. All right, fine. Okay, that's that's uh, all right. <laughs> I, I think it's weird. Uh, okay, so let's move on. Uh, April Fools happen. Uh, you know, did you get got? Um, actually, I was on the other side. I was getting people on. Oh <laughs> man, I used to, you know, my, my April Fool's game is like destroyed. I used to get people all day long. It's murdering people. <laughs> I didn't get got. Or I didn't get anybody at all. Alexis, did you get got on April Fool's Day? No, I didn't. Um, I think my game on April Fools was last year for sure. Did you get anyone this year? Uh, no, I did not. Wow. Did you? Yeah. And did you fall for anything online? I did not. Wow. Actually, did you, did you fall for anything? Nah, nah. I didn't fall for anything either. But because it, at this point, it's so you know, the, about three or four years ago, we reached the apex of these uh, Twitter, these um, tech companies, and and online companies and app companies, sort of doing these elaborate April Fool's pranks. So everyone's kind of on the lookout for them. Um, one interesting thing going to happen that kind of backfired with uh, the Google. Wait, are we on that yet? Of oh, the Amazon Dash, yeah. So Amazon Dash. Um, was a real, a real, real product yeah. that Amazon launched the day before April Fool's Day. That is essentially an almost like an Internet of Things type app where you put it, you put well, a device, device, an app, a device where you put a button next to whatever the, the thing in the paper towels or dish soap or coffee, and when the thing runs out in your home, you press the button and it automatically goes to your phone and orders this thing from Amazon. Very Jetsons like, very. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was. It's so much so, so bizarre that you you would stick a button anywhere in your house that people thought it was actually April Fool's joke. Yep. Um, and so it was a real sort of thing. Like it almost it had a backlash and backfired, but then came back around because it got so much press for sure for being for for being confusing that it actually was a great thing for them. I mean, I I think that's the story right there. It's it's, it's a huge uh, marketing story. I mean, I think April Fools is kind of like. The Super Bowl of, of ads for, for for April, in the sense that you know people are really creative in terms of how they execute their communicating their product. So it may not be like buying ads on TV, millions of dollars for thirty second, sixty second spots, but in terms of what they're doing social media wise, like people are being really creative. And so I think Amazon took took that and ran with it, and then used it. To, to leverage their other products like Amazon um, Prime or just Amazon Amazon yeah. period to get people that aren't aware of those products to go to Amazon. So right. I think it's very sophisticated in that sense. And um, just in terms of the actual product, I think it's dope. Like in the sense that you can press a button and the next day you're getting what what you have scarcity of. So right. if it's diapers or whatever you, whatever it may be, like you have the access to be able to do that. And my last point, I think we we're definitely moved into the on demand um, society. Like we see with Uber, we see with Spotify, we see with Netflix, 
Now we even see with Amazon being that they got shut down with their drones to be able to deliver stuff. This is a new yeah. way for them to, to reach people and to be able to sell their products. Right. So I think it's very dope. Have okay. you guys heard? I'm sorry, I didn't go mean ahead. to interrupt. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, have you guys heard of that magic um, service? No. Um, so there's a service here that um, a few of my friends are using right now where uh, if you sign up, you get on this waiting list, and it's called Magic. The thing that you're, what draws it is that you, you text this, this person who works for Magic, and they're just like, hi, how can I help you? And you just tell them, hi, um, I would, I'm in the mood for Portos. Can, you, can I get an order of this, this, and this? Okay, what Portos time? or pornos? Portos. Okay, let's make sure. <laughs> that too, to if you want. This. That depends on I'm what like, you want. What kind of service is this? Okay, anyway, okay so like, like, that's Magic. just an example. Okay, let's say like, let's say if you want to get McDonald's. I'm like, okay, yes. I'm really hungry. I can't leave work. Can you get me an order of like Big Mac fries and a sweet tea or whatever? What? And they just go, okay, what time do you want it at? Uh, lunchtime. So probably in a couple hours. Okay. Uh, it's this much, and it should be to you in this amount of time. Or if you're like, hey, I would like to go get um, uh, soap from, you know, Albertsons or something like that. Okay, it's going to be this much, and, you know, so I've actually tried it. Uh-huh. Um, and that's when I said I used uh, Porto's as um, the, uh, what is it, the Cuban or Colombian place? Cuban. Yeah, Cuban. So I asked to get, you know, a certain amount of food, and they were like, okay, it's going to take an hour, and it's going to cost 20 bucks. Yes. Great. So they went out, and they actually brought it to me. And that was it. Yeah, that that that, that is. Um, I, I don't know magic, but I do know Postmates does that too. Yeah. Postmates is, a, is is one that um that that's also heavily used, and it, it, we're getting to the sort of teleportation, almost teleportation yeah. thing. We yeah. can sit and and press a button and have stuff delivered to your house. Um, and I, that is amazing. But well, I, I want to go back to your thing. I think this uh the Amazon thing is. I think it's. I think it's just terrible. I think it's another sort of Amazon is not doing a really good job with their actual physical devices. I mean, not. Yeah. I mean the, fi- like the, the fire, the yeah. fire, the um, the other joint that they did. Like, I mean, like it's not. This thing just seems like it seems like a conceptually a decent idea. But at the end of the day, like, do you have your house with a bunch of like weird stickers and buttons? I got a lot of stuff in my crib. So like, <laughs> what buttons and sit everywhere? Like, boop, boop, toilet paper, beep. Like, I think, I think it's a little. It, it seems a little much. I don't know. And then they don't, they don't seem aesthetically yeah, very cool looking. The, 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 the stylings are off. The giant, yeah, the stylings off. So like, if they can sort of work on how it looks, or the, mm. it just feels like a very. It feels a little invasive. Okay. It, it, it's all but has a bit giant Amazon logo like in my house. It feels very uh, intrusive. Yeah, very intrusive. So I, feel, I mean, I, I agree with you in terms like a of convenience store at my house. In terms of execution, I agree with you. But in terms of concept, I think it's it's, it's dope. It's a dope concept because right. you got. I mean. I think I think it's a plus and a minus because it, it does make you hermit like being that you're not going to go outside and interface with people. You're just relying on technology to do all these things. Yeah. As as you were saying, Alexis, with the, with that type of app, yeah. as you were saying, it's, it's the death of the brick and mortar. But I think I think that in terms of a, a person that has like a, a a crazy work life or that that's managing a lot at the home, maybe with a, a large family, to be able to have that access, I think I think I think I can see the application of it, like just to be able to not have to worry about going to, to Target or whatever and just press a button and the next day your stuff is there and you don't have to like go on the app and type in stuff like you already done that so it's already kind of like you know put into your system so i see i see that that being a plus right. and I, I think it'll be work it'll we'll, work we'll see uh, i we'll see i will i mean it will, it i just feel like to be we're seen. getting closer to wally 
Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're definitely getting closer to Wally, um, and that, that's which is very scary. Uh, just really quickly, run down some of these pranks. Uh, the Oreo double, the double crunch Oreo cookie, which was funny. Like the, yeah. the, 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 the that was funny. Uh, Hulu pets, whatever. Domino's driverless delivery, which which I, I thought could have been real, but it wasn't. Was I'm it? really glad it isn't. Uh, Microsoft <laughs> Office for cats. We know that's not with a, with a cat holding a real mouse, but that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon did a did a retro '90s website, yes. so it was like old school website. Paw Culus Rift, uh, virtual reality for your dog. You know, so some of that. Um, a lot of pet stuff this year. Yeah, Fast and the Furious Transformers crossover movie. That that seems like. Oh, did there was a Fast and Furious of uh, 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 Back to the Future? Yeah. Also, that was awesome. All, all that sort of half seems like it could be real. Um, <laughs> and uh, what else is going on? A bunch um, of this. They had the. The, uh, the Deadpool one where Mario Lopez was uh, interviewing uh, Ryan Reynolds yes. uh, in Canada, and then all of a sudden you see Deadpool in the background, he kills Mario Lopez. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and then uh, selfie shoe, the selfie shoes, which, yeah, are, which that was actually, terrible. That actually feels like that could be a real thing. I could uh, see it being a real thing, but I think it'd be really dumb for people to buy it. I do too. Um, and then, um, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Oh yeah, the, the, the uh, the CERN confirms the existence of the Force, which is kind of good. Yes, I thought that was great. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch. There's a there's a lot of actually for all these for all, for all of my. I seem to miss all of these. And there's like tons more that I can't get to. But yeah, April Fools. I didn't get got. Maybe I didn't get got because I wasn't paying attention. So I don't know. There's a lot going on. <laughs> people are busy. Um, yeah, people are definitely busy. So mm-hmm. uh, I want to transition into some movie stuff because, again. I mean, this is probably the third or fourth time we, we've talked about I'm this so film. I'm so freaking excited. But a new trailer came out for the George Miller uh, reboot Mad of Max. Mad Max, uh, Fury Road, and the trailer is insane. It looks very, very cool. Uh, very cool. I gotta say, you know, I'm, this, I'm, this, this might be, I think I've said this before, it's sacrilegious for even me to say, with uh. my Star Wars shirt and other Star Wars paraphernalia I may or may not be wearing. Um, <laughs> the... This is I'm I'm probably more excited about this than I am Star Wars right now. Well, because this was more as of right this second. Yeah, because it's a closer possibility for Mad Max because that's that's coming out soon, and then Star Wars seems like everybody's kind of weirded out by it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we got that teaser trailer. Uh, wait, did Star Wars get pushed or not? Did it get pushed to Christmas, or am I making that up? I didn't hear uh, that. I think so. Oh. I think I it did get pushed. I, I, I have to double check. Okay, I wish there was a device that we could look this stuff up. I but, could do it. Um, but yeah, I, I, so but Mad Max, I'm really excited about more so than Avengers, more so than uh, Mission Impossible, more so than almost everything. I'm, I'm really, really pumped about this. I love the franchise as as back in the '80s. I love the Road Wars, one of my all time favorite movies, and uh, I, I cannot be more excited about this one. Yeah, I mean, my my level of excitement is pretty up there too. I, I wouldn't go as far to say that I'm I'm juiced more juiced about this than Avengers or Mission or yeah, I, I think. It'll be a solid movie. Definitely go a go a must see in the theater. But I don't know. Classic. December, classic. I'm stepping classic December, on it. December 18th. Ooh, I, I can't stand classic. So they pushed it to December. Yeah. Yeah. I, right. I wouldn't go that far, but classic. Classic. Classico. Classico. Stamp. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stamping it right now. I love that stamp. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Look at Tom Hardy. Look at Tom Hardy. It's, I think it's going to be good. Shit's blowing up. Well, I mean, you would stamp it a classic as well? Huh? No, 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 okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. Because if you were, I was going to make a wager right here on the show. <laughs> Classic. Wait a we can make a wager about well, I, 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 the last film you stamped. Can I classic. be a referee? <laughs> the last film you stamped classic starred uh, uh, 
Jaden Will Smith. You said you told me that Fifty Shades of Grey. Go see it. Don't stop. I have I have ammunition. Don't let me remind you. You told me you was waiting in line. The the M Night Shyamalan directed Jaden Will Smith classic After Earth. I told you I liked it because of the utilization of the technology, not because of the storyline. You recommended me to go see Fifty Shades of Grey. I can respect that. Achilles shine. I can. Achilles still riding for After Earth. The one dude. I am. Will Smith is my brother. Not named Smith. Will Smith is my brother. <laughs> okay, good. All right. That's oh, cool. Word. All right. And then uh, also, I'm, I'm excited about this Daredevil trailer, too. I mean, it starts next week. And, uh, I really, 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 really want to be on the after show for that. <laughs> just saying. Putting it out in the universe. I just want to put that. Uh, you're, so you're excited about this? Yes. <laughs> Couldn't tell. Couldn't tell. Couldn't tell at all. Uh, yeah, you know, Daredevil's great. I, th- I like that Netflix is doing the sort of gritty, kind of a feels it's like an so R rated thing. And they, they're focusing mostly on Hell's Kitchen, which is his neighborhood. Uh, his whole thing, I'm cleaning up Hell's Kitchen. And it's, uh, yeah, it, it's a lot, seems a lot more gr- like grittier than the Ben Affleck version. No, yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. respect to Ben Affleck. Obviously. Uh, and, uh, yeah, are you snapping this one classic too? <laughs> no, the stamp, the stamp, the stamp is, 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 I didn't even ask for that one. But, uh, but I know who is stamping a classic. Someone in the booth. <laughs> I am not stamping it as a classic, so shit. Really I'm just really excited because I feel like um, the movie itself, uh, I felt like it, it could have been so much better, especially, you know, because Colin Farrell sucks. Um, but, uh, oh, wow. I, dis- I so disagree. I disagree with, with that. No, that's no, that's, that's an offline debate. Not as an actor. As I meant, Bullseye, as you mean? Bullseye, he sucked. Oh, man, that's, a, well, that's an offline argument. I thought Colin Farrell was, he was, over, he was over the top, but I thought he, I thought he was great. It was uh, a lot of fun. Anyway, yeah. but um, but I am excited to see what Netflix can do since they, you know, House of Cards and a lot of the Netflix original series are so good at yeah. being gritty, and I sure. feel like this is what it needs. I For agree. sure, I agree. It's, I just, it's good to see the the Netflix Marvel collaboration as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, well, it's the first first of a, a few, so we'll see how this goes out. I just so could not. I mean, I, I love and you know, Ben Affleck's one of my one of my dudes. Like for sure, he's in my top five du- of, of, of dudes that I ride for. Don't know jokes, but uh, oh, I was about see, to say something. Top five, <laughs> wait, top five of dudes of what? Huh? Top five of dudes. Oh, oh, my actor dudes that I like a lot. Top Affleck. five actors? No, just just guys that I like. Guys okay. I want to hang out with. Okay, okay. Who I think okay. are cool. Oh, okay. Director, okay. like you know, there's, okay. there's, there's a crew of dudes. And I'm like, yeah, that guy. You okay. know, because I, uh, I was about to pull your mic. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, Affleck is talented across the board. For sure. Actor, director, yeah, thespian, humanitarian, poker player, blackjack wow. genius. Wow. Thespian. Oh my wow. word. What's <laughs> He's been kicked out of casinos. He's counting cards. <laughs> Like a super spy. <laughs> oh, my man's counting cards. I can't. He's directed. He's winning Oscars. He's having. They, he, like he's all over the place. He's with Jennifer Lopez all on right, the yacht. All right, all right. Buy him dinner first. Anyway, Jeez, Joe. Like, I, I, awful my Ben Affleck love fest. But but, but what major. I did like about what I did like about Blood uh, about Daredevil right is just seeing Ben Affleck like the blind Ben Affleck like with the, with the cane. And as I was not buying it in the original Daredevil, okay, okay. Yeah. Drove me nuts. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, all right, let's move on. So, uh, the Daily Show has a new host, and it is the South African-born comedian Trevor Noah. And it caused a bit of a kind of caused a lot of a bit of a, a bit of a stir in a lot of different ways. Right. I think that uh, well, a lot of ways. And people look. It, it, 
people really, I don't know what people who people wanted or people expected. I mean, people really wanted John Oliver. Obviously, John Oliver's going to HBO. Yeah, I was like, he has his own show. People wanted a lot of other different things to happen. Um, and this was a, 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 a left field choice because he's very unknown, completely, almost completely unknown in the United States. He is black, but internationally, he's he's a star. Yeah, he's starting yeah. nationally. He is black, so you know, there's there's even even from the liberals a bit of black la- back blacklash, I should black say, lash. but backlash saying like, oh, you got Larry Wilmore at the nightly show. Now you got a black. It's, it's, it's all the black block, whatever. Oh. But you know, this speaks to, it speaks to our thing about you know the, the industry talking about have we gone too far with this diversity? Of course. Of course. However, um, and then there's also a controversy over he has some tweets, some some potentially anti-Semitic tweets, and some potentially anti uh, some some sexist tweets, which uh, he says, yeah. look, I'm a comedian. Yeah. I'm I'm telling jokes. It's 140 characters. Yeah. Comedy Central stands by him. And there's you know, look, every comedian, including John Stewart, has 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 all kinds of stuff right. back there. I don't, I don't know of anything. I, I, there may be, but I don't know of anything that he's tweeted or spoke spoken that that you know is that bad. Like in the sense that it would it would cause this type of criticism. I understand that you know we a celebrity has to be you know um, politically correct in terms of how they communicate you know their views on certain things, especially when you're in the political sphere, the cultural political sphere. So and being that this show is is a, a fuse of that of like you know comedy and politics and news like i think i could see that argument but i mean i think they're just giving them a hard time like i read that some of the tweets that they were being critical about they were, they were harmless well like, they, mean, weren't, they weren't they weren't um detrimental to any cultural group or yeah, i mean it, it's it's, a, it's contextual anytime you anytime you start talking about israel and like you know israel like you know you know a lot, a lot of the international humor is very you know is, is very provincial and based in a lot of like you know israel south makes south africa look like blah blah you know anytime, but anytime you get into these you know anti-israeli jokes or anti-israel Jokes, it it can be seen as um, uh, anti-Semitic, but obviously he's not coming from there. I, I get it. But what I, what I here's what I will say: I think this is a fantastic hire. Not I only do. because I he's a young too. man; he's thirty, he's thirty-one years old. But here, but my my take is why John Oliver is so amazing on Last Week Tonight is because because he's British right. and because and because there's something about being able to look at. The ridiculousness of American politics from a different from a different viewpoint. I mean, our, our gridlock, our Republican versus Democrat, and all this gridlock and all this, all of our guns and, and back mm-hmm. and back and forth. And I mean, really, other countries look at us like, what the hell is y'all doing? You know, yeah, it's the world kind of versus the United States exactly. in terms of viewpoints. And like having him as a hire, you said, gives a gives an alternative perspective in terms of like how you kind of like what your take is on some of the things that's happening globally. So, I, and I love that. I love that because you know, look, The Daily Show, No Secret, is a very liberal show, and then John John. So it's very liberal, but I like the idea of making it sort of like it's not, it's not making it bipartisan, but by taking an American, by, by taking a non-American look at it, yeah. you're looking at all of American politics and like, what are you guys doing as opposed to looking at Republican politics? Sure. And what are you doing? John Oliver does a fantastic job of that. He comes from a place of fairness. Right. You know, Trevor Noah's 31 years old, and and he comes from South Africa. He's got a really, really some really, really sharp takes. He's very smart. I think it's a fantastic hire. Yeah, so I, I, I pray and hope that it's successful and that yeah, people, people gravitate to him. Me too. So. Okay, so uh, next next story is about uh, there's a lot going on. Speaking of politics, you know, um, in the great state of uh, of Indiana, there's been a lot of a <laughs> lot, lot of kerfuffle about these new sort of anti discrimination laws and or these religious freedom laws, or the, the governor and the, and the legislation there is passing these statewide laws that are saying like giving these corporations and people 
sort of veiled in freedom of religion, yeah. you know, and, and which what, what, what that's sort of another way of saying basically, I can if I don't like your sexual orientation, I can yeah. deny you thing, and not just with employers, but that uh, that's Customer. back to uh, customers. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not allowed to serve you because it's against my religious beliefs, For sure. which is just a huge thinly veiled discrimination. I can't believe that they're still. I mean, I can't it, believe it's, it's that crazy. 2015 that they're still trying to pull this shit. Every, like in, in Illinois, I mean, it's one thing in I mean, the South. I, 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 like, see, I, I differ from you when you say crazy. when you say I can't believe. I can believe it. Does, oh. It's not far fetched to me that we, we still live in a, a space in this society where people think that way, where people have those strong views, where they want right. to legal, legally be able to prevent someone or prevent prevent someone from having access to something. Like that yeah. doesn't surprise me. That's something that you know that we face all the time. At least being black men, we face that all the time. So it's not a surprise to me. Right. Like, I mean, there's still there's still, I'm just saying, there's still laws in the books. Uh, in, in, in I think it's Alabama or uh, in Alabama that still are saying that are that uh, are are not acknowledging the desegregation of schools and saying that some of these schools are desegregated. Now, obviously, no, the schools are all integrated supposedly, but the laws there still say they they just from a, a symbolic point they don't want to change the laws because of it's course. part of their tradition, which is driving me nuts. People right. are still fighting for that, okay. even though it's, it's 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 a useless law at this point. I think I think was was interesting about this story though is that you're having. You're having uh, a lot of these tech companies coming together yes. in collaboration to actually bring uh, bring this 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 topic to the forefront, and, and since they're taking a stance against it collectively, and being that these tech companies, like they're billion dollar companies, they're, Uber, they're, they're Lyft, huge, they're Apple, huge, Google, huge, you know, yeah, social <laughs> climate changers, right? And they're they're joining forces to be able to make the change in legislation, and I think it's dope because if they say I'm out, that, that's going to hurt the economy of these states that are trying to propose this, and right. so I mean, I, I think I think. It, um, I think it's smart, and I, I applaud applaud these guys and, and 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 girls that are doing this. So yeah, yeah, it's dope. I agree. I mean, and you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta think of him. Like he, yeah. he's he's a proponent. He's a, like he's a humanitarian. He's very vocal about a Tim lot Cook. of stuff. Team Cook, Tim Cook, Apple, indeed. And so I think him. Being being very vocal about his sexuality in terms of like the Fortune 500 companies, he's the only CEO that 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 has come out and said that he is gay. Right. So I mean, he's very uh, if you juxtapose him to Steve Jobs, he's very vocal and he's very entrenched with like a lot of social political things. So it's interesting to see him, you know, conjoining forces with with other CEOs and tech companies that are doing the same thing. Yeah, see, so we'll see what happens when he tries to go to the Apple Store in uh, Indiana. However, <laughs> however, I would like to see you know these tech companies be just as vocal about bringing more minorities and women into. Sure. To, into the offices and in positions. I don't. I don't see that. You know. I don't see that force field being built in terms of being being very vocal about that. Like how how we need to get more yeah, minorities in, in our ranks. But I like to see more of that. You know. What I'm well, saying? We, that's a that's a separate topic we can touch on. But but uh, yeah, Silicon Valley has a huge huge diversity problem when it comes to. Uh, uh, women and and um, and non-whites and particularly African Americans, huge diversity problem when it comes to black folks and women. So mm-hmm. that's you know, I mean, it's it's you know, it's 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 a Silicon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. But um, so that's interesting. So we'll we'll see how this how that plays out. But applaud to all these companies that are doing that. I mean, um, um, I want to just just holler out. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, Twitter, Airbnb, Lyft, Evernote, Salesforce, uh, and a bunch of others. So, you know, shout out to those people. I just want to give them their, their due. Um, all right. So, I want to transition into some video game stuff really quickly. Alexis, tell t- tell me about this. Do you know about this Pac-Man situation um, with Google Maps? Do you have that one? Yes. Yes, okay. I do. Um, What's going on? So, pretty much uh, from what I've gathered, which I thought was the coolest April Fool's joke, was that uh, Google Maps decided to... Um, it's kind of like their Pokemon one they had a lot... Um, 
I don't know if that was last year or a few months ago, but uh, where you can travel through Google Maps and you can pretty much just play Pac-Man. That was oh, okay. the most simplest thing. Because in, in the Pokemon one, you were able to go to certain countries or states or whatever, and you can find, you have to catch all, I think it was like a whole, all 500 or something like that, or 150, excuse me. So I thought it was really, really cool that they were able to just sit there and uh, you could play for a few hours and just try to capture ghosts and stuff like that. I, just, I thought it was cool. Cool. So, All right. Yeah. Cool. I don't know if you guys got to see. I that. did not see it, and uh, it, it, it it sounds like it's right up my alley. I missed it as well. I saw it. I just didn't demo it. Uh, but something I'm, <laughs> I'm interested in is Adam West and Burt Ward yes. are, are returning so to uh, the animated an animated '60s Batman movie, I which I think is a great Fools. idea. I thought this was an April Fool's. This joke. felt like feels like an April Fool's joke. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I haven't done enough research for me to know if it's actually real or not. But right. I really hope that it is. Okay. So uh, yeah, and then they, and the supposedly this, they they will be back to play uh, a thing. And it, it, this is a real press conference and a real announcement. Yeah, and uh, it it seems to be real. And, the, and there's a there's a, a large community that actually uh, wants to see this happen. So. Yeah, I'm part of that community for sure. Indeed. I just um, I'm just scared that it was an April Fool's joke because it was right. the night. It was the day before. A lot of the posts were like March 31st when they put it out. Well, they, so. they, they just released the whole the, the 60s Batman on TV, the entire series. Uh, yeah. and it sold like gangbusters and really did well. So it, it made people, reminded people that there's still an appetite for, for these sure. guys before, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they don't look anything like that anymore, especially Burt Ward. No. You know what's uh, funny? It reminds me, I don't know how well you know with SpongeBob, but it reminds me of like Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, how they're yes. like old and in a retirement yes, home. Yes. That's what I feel like it's going to look like, but it's uh, still going to be great. I like SpongeBob. Yay. Um, uh, the next thing I'll ask you about is Borderlands, the handsome collection. So this is pretty much just a giant kind of the the collection for you know all the the, the Borderlands games. Yep. If you haven't bought all of them, which, um, which I don't play. Yeah, really. Sh- should I be playing Borderlands? I think it's a great thing. I mean, if you, it's definitely not better than Halo. But yeah. I know that if it's it's a it's a shooter game, it's very steampunky. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's like animated steampunk yeah. kind of shooter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. I, I played it. I just don't play it. I just sort of feel like you know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I asked, I asked both of my co-hosts like three weeks ago to, to bring me a game, and I've yet to receive it. Oh, them. you mean oh, the no. Halo. That's right. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll slide That's you a Halo. That's his fault, not mine. Yeah. Slide, <laughs> yeah, Borderlands. I'll slide you the Halo. <laughs> I will slide you the Halo. The Borderlands. Halo That's a Master Chief collection. <laughs> I, 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 That's I'll, so funny. I'll, I'll slide it to you. Don't remind, oh, remind okay. me one time. Slide it to you. I'll, I'll just press you. my Amazon button. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right, right next to your I'll Xbox. Just magic it to you, Achilles. Yeah. Uh, um, so, so Borderlands. Sorry, go ahead. No, I think I think it's a really good collection. Again, it's for something. If you already have the games, there's no point of buying it. That's my own personal opinion. Uh, opinion. But if you haven't bought it and you're kind of wanting to try all of them or anything like that, or people who are just huge collectors of the game, the Handsome Collection is actually pretty awesome because there's a lot more uh, DCL content and you know. Oh, sorry. Download downloadable content and things like that. That would be really, really awesome for you to play. Okay. So. Well, I'll, I'll, I mean, you know. Yeah, that's, you, what, that's if, what she's telling me. Just download it. If you say that I should peep it, I may peep it. But I, just don't. I mean, if you don't, if it's not something that you would rather want to play, don't spend your money on it. I just think that it's it's a fun experience to play with other people. So wait, is it? Does it make it clean? Is it is it a thumb up or a thumbs down? Thumb up for me. All right, all right. Yeah, okay, I'm, a little, I'm a little that. overwhelmed with these shooters already with Halo and Call of Duty and and, and uh, you know what's the other one? Uh, Hardline. I don't like Hardline. Did you have you played it? I've watched I've watched people play it. I don't uh, like the gameplay. I think it looks weird. That's my own personal opinion, though. You can you're shoot. weird. I am weird, and I'm okay with that. I'm a fan Shots of the silliness. Fire. <laughs> all right. I haven't bought it yet, but I'm still I'm still all about Hardline. I like the idea of taking it to the streets. 
Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, got, anyway. I got GTA for that. I'm fine. All right. uh, that's it. Is that, is that, we, we, what, what else? What else? Is, what? Oh, boy. Oh, sorry. Bloodborne. Oh, I was about to say, we're not about to discuss title. We're going to do title, but give, me, right. give me a quick, give me a quick uh, 15 second so, Bloodborne. Bloodborne, um, I got to watch my roommate play. I got to do a little bit, and I'm, I think it's awesome. I think it's really awesome. I give it a four out of five. Um, I do think that the controls are a little a little dodgy, but uh, as my own personal opinion, I give it a four out of five. It's a good buy to have if you're really into that kind of RPG. Right. Kind so of another stuff. thumbs up. Yep. Now this is this is Jason Bourne as a vampire. Sure. Whatever you say. No, is that what this is? <laughs> no, that's not what okay. that is. <laughs> this is, this is uh, Matt Damon. But that's funny. As a, okay, no, that's oh, really funny. Right, <laughs> Jason moving on Bourne's now. Moving on. Wait, this one is, is available for all platforms? Is it PlayStation and? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes, all platforms. All right, good. I'll, I'll, I'll peep it out. Yes. So, um, title. We, 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 we talked about it a little bit before, and we want to get no, into it. No, we haven't. We haven't? Did we no. touch on it last week? No, no we, did we did not. We didn't have time. Oh, okay. Well, then we... we let, Just like today. Let's, we're out <laughs> no, of time, we ha- folks. No, no, no. We have time, so please. <laughs> we're out of, out of time, though. No. Let's talk about um, it. So, Tidal launched, and, uh, and it's, J- it's Jay-Z's new streaming service. We actually, we actually did... A few weeks ago, talk about the fact that Jay Z purchased the pur- purchased this, there you go, this, there this you other go. joint yeah. uh, in anticipation for something to be named later. Not purchased that he he oh, bid it for it. He bid it. He, made a he, bid, bid, for he it. bid for it. Yeah. And so and then we kind of like that went away and now he's emerged Boom. with 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 with, with an all star uh, team. Yeah. Um, uh, a, a, a title. I want, I want to unpack this in a few different ways, but first, let's explain what we th- what we think it is. I mean, it's another streaming service, a la a la Beats Music and Spotify, um, and there's a few others like you know that that are kind of lesser. That you know Neil Young has one. Some there's some lesser ones out there, but right. Beats Music and Spotify are are the, are the two main ones. Now now we have this. Uh, the difference here seems to be that this is a artist owned and artist collaborated situation, or this is this is uh, whereas Beats Music is artist curated. You know, and, and, and sort of has is curated music as well. This is uh, a situation where this seems to be artist control. Well, allegedly, allegedly, supposedly. I mean, I mean you have he has he has the sweet sixteen. Um, he has sixteen people that sixteen artists that yeah. major artists that are that he's collaborated with or uh-huh. he's doing business with, and allegedly that he's given them a three percent equity into the business. And obviously, you know, in exchange for their audience, in exchange for their ability to, you know, create a PR storm, you know, they get that three percent. So and let's say it's Jay Z, Beyonce, Rihanna, Kanye, Arcade Fire, Coldplay, uh, Nicki Minaj, Lisa Keys, Jason, Al- country dude Jason Aldean, uh, Madonna, yeah. uh, the Daft Punk guys, and you know, uh, some others. And so, yeah. so, so yeah, essentially, the difference between Tidal and Spotify is a few differences. One is that um, he's offering exclusive content from from Various artists that you're not going to find anywhere else, and these, and that the music is actually a higher bit rate, meaning that the music experience is much more crisper, and the clarity's there. You're hearing all the CD nuances. Quality. Well, better than CD quality. Okay, you're hearing all the nuances um, of how the artist recorded it versus it when it's compressed or put into an MP3 form. You're not getting all the information, so the experience is not the same. That, and that is that is to that is to the person that's really in tune to music. The audio, the audio file, exactly. But also that that's also you play a premium for that. Yeah, so you if you want just good old fashioned, bucks. so good old fashioned compressed audio like we get at Spotify and Beats Music, if you pay ten bucks exactly. like them. Exactly. But if you want some super audio file deep dive shit, you have to you pay, pay the dub. You pay you pay twenty bucks. Yeah, and and then um, yeah, that that's it. The price point is the difference with Spotify. You're paying ten bucks with this. If you want, you know the 
the, the the special the special download or the special stream you have to pay the 20 bucks and the uh, a key difference too is that with spotify you have a freemium option with title there's there's no freemium option sure. so in, in order for you to experience the music on title you have to be a paid subscriber versus uh, spotify you yeah. can download the app and begin listening on the spot so are, you guys gonna, are you guys gonna do this or no uh, I, uh, yeah, I think I, I don't know yet. Actually, I, 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 I don't know yet. I'm definitely not doing it. I'll, I'll say that because, look, the average customer in 2013 spent about $40 on music. Right. Like, with this service, you're not going to dish out 120 to $240 on music. Okay. Like, that's $20 for music. That's 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 Netflix and that's Hulu. Why would you do that for music? Okay. No so, one's going to do that. So, so let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me stop. Let me back up a couple things. I want to ask you first about... First, I want to talk to ask you about the spectacle of you know the presentation, the press conference, and what that meant. And then I want to ask you about the actual product itself. And then I want to get into the the, the why is not. So okay. the, 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 they did this press conference, which was this sort of like we were uh, you know the, the the Sweet Sixteen signing this declaration. It was a very orchestrated press conference. Y'all yeah. got out there, and there was like you know the declaration. We're all going <laughs> to sign it. And it was very sort of like symbolic. Yeah, like, Building a moment. It was all, and then they had the video release, and they're all like in, very much like the Magna Carta video. It's Jay Z sort of. Yeah. Talking, you know, with various exactly people like walking that. around, and I, I like the, I do like, I like, I like everything about that. Of course, did did you buy any of that? No, I, I like the spirit of it. I right. like, I like, I like the concept of it that artists taking control of their own destiny. But in a way, that doesn't speak to the independent artists. I mean, these are all like superstar artists. So co- of course they can they can make a move like this. What about the guy that's in his garage right yes. now? What about him? What is he gonna do? Me, I got beats. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I mean. It, I mean, so I, I would make that point, but I mean, I think symbolically, yeah, it's good to see that artists are being more vocal about you know their destiny and, and taking ownership over their creative their creative uh, executions. Sure. And so versus being you know being dictated by you know label labels or distributors or whatever. Like, okay. I think that's a good move. I think it's good it's, it's good for for the inspirational aspect of it, but in terms of the execution aspect of it, how does it work? What's the royalty rate that right. you well, get? Well, that, that's, that's what I want to get into that, but I will just on that really quickly. My, my, my take on this is, I think this is where, I'm not sure if this is real or not. I hope real it's in what sense? If this is, the, the whole symbolic thing, like what, what, he, what he's preaching in the video and kind of some, the, the symbolism of the Sweet 16, signing the declaration, <laughs> like, I think that, the, that what, what, what we're led to believe as general public is, is that we that we as the artists, superstar artists, are going to take control mm-hmm. back of the industry from the record industry themselves, right. and we're going to give music back to us. Therefore, we can give it back to you. Right. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I, the promise of that sounds good because I, I, I'm really my prediction, just in general across the world, really comes to the music industry, the film industry, or television industry, is that you know the, it is going to revert back to a, a content creator driven. You know, we'll, 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 the content creators will drive the market as opposed to the the. The uh, the network providers. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just think the businesses. You know, my, my take on this is just the businesses. All have, all these businesses have been started hundred years ago, yeah. essentially by a bunch of lawyers. You know, yeah. but, you know. So whether it's the music business, a bunch of lawyers getting together saying like, hmm, like let's 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 figure out how to make money off these guys. And of then, course. And then the, 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 it was like that for about you know, eighty years until it fell apart. Right. Same thing with the movie industry. Like, oh, we're we're a bunch of fat cats. So let's figure out how to do this with the studio owners. Same thing with the, yeah. the TV industry. So, the, and same thing with like agencies, like William Morris. Any industry, guys. really? It's really it's also with a bunch of lawyers in a room saying like, we know how to organize this mm-hmm. shit. Well, they don't. 
we're the smart guys, they're the artists, filmmakers, creators, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Let's organize this, keep all the money, and then and, and keep ourselves as the geniuses. Of course. It's taken So is that what you're saying this play is? Well, I'm saying it's taken now eighty years for for to catch up that what, what Jay Z seems to be saying, which is what I think this is going, is like these guys aren't the geniuses. Like clearly not the geniuses. They took all the money, they held it over here. I would say we're this. the geniuses. We know how to do this. I would say this. Yes, they are the geniuses because they are the creators of the music. However, right. it really is just the same it's the same format. You're using technology to to narrow the race and so it's the same thing like you're having this sweet 16 be those same lawyers that you're referring to well, that's, just in, that's, a, different, that's just in a different form you know that, what I'm that's the thing so the thing that that's a tricky thing so it's like if you're taking away from the, the from the industry the big bag in, industry the guy fat cat in the cigar with the ponytail behind a desk at Capitol Records that's what technology does you disrupt the old way but you do but you do have a fat cat named G, Jay-Z behind a desk with a cigar yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know and Madonna and you know so I, you know, I, I don't know how that I don't know how that works I, and I would say this I would say that in terms of the music industry, the music world, artist, artist. Traditionally, it's artist, label, distributor, fan. And to me, it's the same. It's the same linear format. Like the distributor now, instead of it being the, the record company, is now the Spotify's, the Beats music of the world, and now it's the titles of the exactly. world. Exactly. So, like. But the, the thing that's problematic with these streaming services is that everyone gets paid except for the artist. The artist at the max is getting 10% out of a, out of that stream. And so I read, I read something that Aloe Black got like 100 million spins and he only got paid like six grand. Or, 12 grand. Or, and I heard the same thing with um, with Pharrell. Like Happy was like hundreds of millions of, of, of plays and he only made like 100,000. Yeah. But how is that possible? Yeah, like so yeah, yeah. Aloe Black, Aloe Black made 12, 12, 5 or something like that off of, uh, off of the Avicii version of uh, Wake Me Up, uh, and he's not happy about that because that, no. that his version, his acoustic version on Spotify, it, it, just on Spotify, for instance, did you know 162 million uh, plays on Spotify alone, and he's done okay with that version. But the Avicii version has done 400 million, yeah. you know, so on Spotify alone, and that's the one that's blown up, and that's right. the one that's that's the ubiquitous version, and he only got paid his twelve thousand dollar fee. That's ridiculous. That's and ridiculous. He, and, and so when he's singing that song everywhere and everything he's doing, it's all about that that Vici song and Vici's doing that song. Anyway, but uh-huh. but 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 title is supposed to that that's what title's all about. Title is all about taking this back because the whole streaming service for the artists is, is not not working. So so how come they didn't dict- they didn't display what the royalty rate is? So if I sign up as an artist, what am I getting on my royalty rate? It's none of your business. Well, it should be my business. <laughs> am, I, am I am I getting right. like to me like when I when I said you have artist, label, distributor, fan, the label doesn't doesn't work on the distribution anymore. So why are they getting why are they getting the bulk of the money still? Yeah. They're not they have they have no distribution costs. They're no hard costs. You don't right. have to you don't have to make a CD or an album and send it off to the targets on Walmarts and well, I don't other know. World. I mean, like, it's, it's economics. It's, it's it's economics is supply and demand. Something's only is worth as much as someone's willing to pay for it. So you put a song out, if you, if you say this is worth 99 cents and or $1.29 yeah. and someone's willing to pay $1.29, then that's not my fault. No, you're missing the point. Why is the record company getting the the bulk of the fee when they don't have that? Oh, they they, have, they don't have that expense of distribution. Of course they should. They should not. But this is but this is what this is what title is. This is what Jay Z and title is saying. The next the they already talked. There's already talks about the, the the next release. There's rumors that the next release will be a uh, Watch the Throne style uh, Jay Z Beyonce record that will come out together. Like them doing a record together, and 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 that will be released on exclusively through title. Like that, so you know, well, I don't, I don't get, it. I don't get what you're saying. So if that's really exclusive to, to, to title, that all that money, there's, there's no record label going through. Got it? There's no record, there's no record label. There's no middle He has his own record company. But he's a bad example. But he, no, but he's the artist. 
But so, give, give me an artist that's not of Jay Z stature. How does it work for him? So if, if I'm like for, for me, yeah. if I'm Joe Braswell, MC Jay, Braswell, MC Braz, yeah, it puts out a record. Yeah. Uh, do, do I? Who gets that money? Does Jay Z get it or do I get it? Is that yeah. what you're asking? Yeah, what I'm saying is, I don't think you're hearing me. Tradition, the, the revenue tradi- share. Traditionally, that. an artist is signed to a label. The right. label does all the PR for the artist and does all the work, the distribution. And they get eighty okay. percent of the money. But now the distribution has changed. It's not the it's not the the label that's doing that. It's right. the Spotify of the world that's doing that. It's right. your relationship with the the streaming service. Right. So why are the labels still getting like sixty percent of of, I, the, I, of of that stream? I don't know that that's the future. I don't know that I don't know that's the future. I think that this what 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 titles what title is saying is just that. Title is saying that look, forget Capitol Records, forget you know the Universal Music Group. Like release your record. Through us, mm-hmm. you know, you pay us our, our your nominal fee. We'll cut you the rest of the the rest of the, your money. Yeah. Like that's that's the system they want because because of what you're what you're saying. Spotify doesn't do that, and that's what that, this is Jay Z's point. Spotify, Spotify is is is, Spotify, is a show for the record industry. Spotify does do that. They just don't give. They don't. I mean, they pay the label. The label pays the artist. Well, that's what I mean. Spotify doesn't do it direct. Spotify, like you said in your example, Spotify is the distributor here. Everything. Spotify should be controlling the game. But like, okay, so someone like someone like someone. Like like Brandy, for instance, right. she's signed to a record company. She's on Spotify, so when right. she gets her, say she gets a hundred million spins for a song, so that money goes to the, the the record label, and the record label pays her. It's a horrible so, deal. So, so how? Horrible so if Brandy Brandy with the title, what's the difference? She still has a record company. Uh, because we don't know what that rev split is, so it's allegedly. But that's my point. The label is still going to gouge the artist. No, that's no, forget, my point. But forget the label. So, so in, in your example, when Brandy goes to title, she she gets rid of her record label. Record label's gone. She gets rid of her record label. Yeah. Okay. She, she has to. I mean, like she. In other words, what 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 they're proposing, what they're trying to build is cutting out the middleman of the record la- of, the, of the record label. Mm-hmm. They're saying like we in this day and age can record our own music. I can record. I record a track on my iPhone yeah. six. Like you can record your own music. Of course. And then. You you have it. You take it to title. This is this this is the situation. You market see, your own stuff. But see, no, it's, but that, a, it's a whole that, that's different paradigm. That's the thing. Like because the record label does all that, all those marketing things for you. Aside from the distribution that they're not doing not, anymore. Not anymore. What do you mean the record? La- the record label is your PR company. No, 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 I, no, no. We, 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 I, I know what they are currently. I'm right. talking about moving forward, 2015 and beyond. I'm I'm I'm, I'm suggesting as as Jay Z is suggesting a new paradigm, a paradigm shift, a world where I don't see I, make I don't a, see I make a, a record. I, re- I make a record. I take it into title to distribute it. I go on tour. I promote myself through the internet. I record it myself. I don't. I don't pay a bunch of upfront costs. No one's gonna care if you're not getting the, the backing of a label to promote you to get to give you to get you on the radio. In, in the old days, like in, in these days, I in don't these know. days, the, like man, you're not. Well, for the artist that's in the garage, like right. you, you either you have to build your audience independently and blow up that way, or the artist that's already established that has a record company backing them, like they need that backing to be able to promote. Their mind. I, I, dis- I mean, I, he- I hear what you're saying, but I disagree. So what, you're, what you're saying right now is, man, if, if, if you don't have a record label, you're done. No, I'm not saying that. Okay, so, I just say that you would have to build your audience organically. That's what I said. And, uh, and, and what I'm saying is that's exactly the way it should be, and that's I, the way that it's going. no one's going to pay 20 bucks for it, my brother. That's the whole point. No one's going to pay any money for it. Well, if, if, you're, if you're an artist that I don't know, I want to listen to you for free. I'm not paying money for you. I don't know right, you. Got it. Right. Got it. But, but, you're, but, you're, but you're discounting two, just two different things. We're talking about a full back Catalog of twenty million songs, which are, which 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 you're paying for, uh-huh. and also the the potential of new songs. And I could listen to most of those songs on Spotify for free. Well, so I mean, on, on my on my laptop, no, on only. my phone. 
Oh, no, my, yes, no, on can't. my phone, I do it all the time. I just have to listen to ads. What are you talking about? Oh, they have that. I don't know that. Yeah, that before there was only on your only. No, thing. you have to listen to ads, but you can listen to. The, I mean, you, you can't fast forward or rewind, but you could you could pick the song and artist that you want. Okay, so philosophically, what you're saying is music should be free. No, I, I, <laughs> what's, I think, what's your system? I think that any any content creator should be compensated for the money. How? Should be compensated with money through the art. I'm just saying, if you look at what I argue is that I think Apple is in the best position to be able to change the game with music because they already have iTunes and they have so much money. Like like Spotify made $1 billion last year. Uh-huh. That's half a percent of what Apple has in their money reserves. Yeah. Half a percent. Sure. So Apple has the luxury to be able to spend money, promo, build it up, sure. and back artists or whatever. Drop, drop a YouTube album for free. Exactly. Like a YouTube they, album for free. So I, I feel that I feel that for the independent artists, I think it's a it's a it's a different circus for the more established artists or artists that already has records out. I think going with Apple is the best way. And I, I, I support Jay Z. I love Jay Z as a business person. I just don't see people spending twenty two hundred forty dollars a year how, on music. I still don't understand how do you suggest artists be paid for their music? I, su- like I, su- I artist- suggest they tour. I suggest they get on the road so and they make money. So, so, and most of the money they make is from tour and merch and from radio. That's that's very true. So what, you, what, so what you're saying is the paradigm shift you're suggesting is music should be free. Artists no, should music make is free. Okay, people people listen to music for free. Okay. That's the reality we live what in. What you're saying is, as we in 2015, music's free. If I create my music, it's free. No one should buy my music. No, but, they but, should. But that's not a reality, dog. No, but I, but I'm, I'm still free. I'm, you I'm, keep I'm saying still. I'm saying that, but I'm not. No, but I'm asking you a direct question. What I'm asking you is, how should artists be paid? I I'm not saying how it's happening. They, they should, they should like be, if, you, if you're a president of they all music, paid, they should be paid with money. Okay, I make you the president of all music, and you, you with your magic wand, could say this is how it's going to be for everybody. How if I'm an artist? If I make, a, hold on. If I'm an artist, if I make mm-hmm. an album and I have my album, should I get paid for that record? Yeah, you throw it on iTunes, and okay. if people want to buy it, they can buy it. And you and you could throw it to Spotify. You could throw it to Beats. You could throw it to Title, and you'll make three three dollars for for a hundred million spins. So okay, so fine. So what you're saying is, the the, the streaming services, Aloe Black, the, the streaming service, the streaming services, the the Spotify's, the Beats, and the titles really should go away. No, and we I'm should not refer saying. To the, I'm not saying they should go away. What should go away, which I'm which I've already inserted into this discussion is that the labels are still making they're making forty percent off off each of each of those spins for something they're not doing. No, but I've established, established so that, that should go away. Okay, so that forty percent should go to the artist. Okay, great. So we got that. So 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 so, so in a world this this is what Jay Z is telling you. And so and so 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 I'm back to Jay Z. Jay Z's like I agree with you, Akili. Forget the latest. Forget the labels. I want the artist to have everything. Come the title. Artists can He's have. He's not saying a, that. The, dog. the the artist can have. Do you pay me a small fee? Artists can have the rest. Okay. So that's what Jay Z saying. You pay me a small fee, and the artist can have the rest. Are you freaking kidding me? I don't know what small Come fee on, is. dog. <laughs> Uh, but, like, but, no. but but the, par- the the idea of the paradigm shift has it's to marketing, do with- bro. It's marketing. Right. Paradigm shift. You're th- come on, man. Jay Z's a business person, right? Dog. He's so, not saying well, I want it. I mean, he's saying that, but come on, he's trying to make money, bro. Of course, but he's trying to make money. But he can still the money he makes, a small percentage off he makes off the uh, off off each artist is still. He doesn't have to have the 80, 60, 80, 90 percent that record labels makes. He'll take ten. Okay, and, we'll, and we'll give the rest, like you said, and give the rest of the artists. You know, and I think that works for the elite artists. I think that works for the artists that had the marketing dollars behind them, that have the, the the legacy behind them, that already have the audience built. But what about for the up and comers? They don't have that. So, so I'm give, I mean, and that, and I think that's that's tricky for any any streamable platform. Absolutely. Like, like you're not you're you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna get raped before you can make money, right. and you have to like really work, be creative to 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 break through the ice so that you can get that large audience. We we gotta wrap, but but I, but I still I still just I. Still 
still not hearing the Achilles Shine I already solution. Told you, I already told you. The labels, there needs to be a redistribution of wealth through the labels. If I'm signed to a label, like, why are you, why, why in 20, 15, are artists still getting 6 to 10% off their music? It should be more like 30 or 40% off their music. And labels should be getting the same. 30 or 40%. It should be a 50-50 operation. Yeah, so, That's what needs to change. So, so what, what, in my opinion, I agree with you, but I say that the labels need to go. I'm, I'm more radical than that. Labels need to go. I'm not, I'm not, I know what the labels can do in promotion and money and blah, blah, blah. I don't want that. I want to be able to, ha- I, I want to, with my own uh, marketing skills, be able to take my music out there, tour myself, do my own social media, and make my, my own artist. I don't need a label. And you should. Every, but that doesn't work for everybody. Okay, well, so if you want to sign with a label, sign with a label, then, and, and have them take all your shit. Hey, or, or create your own label and have the infrastructure already built in place, like Jay-Z did. All but right. that doesn't work for every artist. All right, well, we'll see, you, you, we'll see when you listen to the title next week. Okay. Hey, <laughs> you, go ahead, you go ahead and spend your money. Okay. Uh, Alexis, where can we find you? You guys can find me all over the social medias at ATORS890. You can also find me at our sister network AfterBuzz for Face Off Castle and The 100 when it comes back, and hopefully Daredevil. Um, also, <laughs> if you follow me on um, all the social medias and also YouTube, which is p- youtube.com slash PS890, I'm going to be doing a uh, loot crate and maybe a different type of subscription. Oh. And if there is something um, every week that I, or not every week, but every end of the month when I do get my box, if you retweet our our show, uh, Geek Nerd Tech, you will get a prize from the Loop Crate or any of the other boxes that I get, and I will send it to you personally. Lovely. Loop Crate. I love it. Akili. Well, sure, you can find me at Akili Shine, A-K-I-L-I-S-H-I-N-E. And just for the record, I say support Jay-Z because he's doing something that's revolutionary. But in terms of being critical, that's what this conversation is. I support any brother or sister that's doing something that's improving you know, the economic state of, 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 of society. So I think, I think that's good. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell. Also here on our sister station, After Buzz, doing Mad Men and uh, Blacklist, as well as Base Motel. I agree with everything you're saying. Whether we're agreement in spirit. Um, either way, the record company's got to go. <laughs> we will see you all next week. Thanks for listening. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.